Hi, friends, and welcome to Back to Doable Discipleship, a Saddleback Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as we love to call it, a show that helps you grow. That's right. My name is Jason Whelan, and I'm a pastor on the spiritual growth team here at Saddleback Church. So, friends, this is the first episode of December. So I wanted to do something full of the Christmas spirit. I've been thinking now a lot about the word divine. I even mentioned this a few months ago on an episode that I wanted to do uh, a, a whole episode on divine, which kind of got me thinking. I would venture to guess that um, a decently large percentage of people, when they hear the word divine, would probably directly associate it with the song, O Holy Night. Now, O Holy Night is my favorite Christmas song, although I should uh, say that um, O Come All You Faithful and The First Noel are climbing up my rankings. What are your Christmas song rankings? Leave them in the comments because I'm curious. Um, so really, really, really early in the history of this podcast, myself and uh, my co-host at the time, Doug Jones, um, did a series on Christmas songs. Uh, we did um, Joy to the World. We did um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, I believe it was. And then we did... Oh, Holy Night. And for that episode, we were able to have a special performance of the song by Socrates Perez, who was a, a worship pastor on our team at the time. He is now actually at a church in Florida, uh, and, and we miss him greatly. Uh, and uh, so we had that performance by Sock, and then, and, then, and then he joined Doug and myself to explore some of the powerful themes in that song. So today, what I want to do is I want to rerun that conversation and performance, but I wanted to open a bit just by talking about the word divine. Now, of course, as people who take things pertaining to God and use them for a different meaning, that's kind of what we do a lot. We now perhaps mostly hear the word divine, and we think of it as like an adjective for something that uh, is really good, right? Like usually around food, right? Um, that that chocolate cheesecake is so divine or whatever, you know, like th that kind of thing, right? <laughs> but but right now what I want to do is I want to look uh, at what divine looks like in its proper relationship to God. Because then when we put it in the context of Oh Holy Night, I really think it just kind of adds that punctuation. It just really um, encapsulates what that song is about. So divine means of relating to or proceeding directly from God. So of relating to or proceeding directly from God. Now, some common ways that we see divine used um, in speaking about God or speaking of God's um, divine attributes, right? His goodness, his faithfulness, his justice, his mercy. These these attributes of God, these characteristics of God that are uniquely of God. Um, and then sometimes we think about um, a term called a divine appointments, right? So that's like when you seemingly at random connect with somebody out of the blue, but you can later recognize that it was God's hand at work, right? It was God's divine appointment that I was to meet this person here or to run into this person here kind of thing, right? So what is it about the use of the word divine then in the song, Oh Holy Night, that has kept my interest, right? And I think 
that it's it's the oneness it's the uniqueness of a still quiet night right a night seemingly like any other that is called out as being of god right it ties in so perfectly well with the word holy right which can be used to refer to something being set apart for god's use so god not only god not only set apart this night of jesus's birth for his use but but it is divine in that it is a night uniquely of god now i know it may not sound like much right it's one word in a song but i think sometimes we we inadvertently lose our reverence for god right i know i do right i think we lose the proper perspective of who god is he is king he is creator he's father he's sovereign right and for something then to be called divine is something that is proceeding directly from the king it is proceeding directly from our father from the creator of the universe in the night of Jesus' birth, as, as common a night in many ways as it was, was certainly divine. So my encouragement then as we enter into this Christmas season is not to lose sight of what made that night divine. Jesus, God made flesh, came as a baby to the earth he created so that he could show us how we were made to live, and then die for us so that we could continue to live with him in heaven. Divine indeed. So let's join my conversation with Doug Jones and Socrates Perez about the themes around the song, O Holy Night. And then make sure to stay tuned after that conversation for a special performance of O Holy Night by Socrates. Now I can I just I just want to say about that performance. We had recorded the worship team um, doing each of those songs that I mentioned. I'm Joy to the World and uh, and um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing and uh, O Holy Night. And it was the end of that day, and the guys had to go. But we told Socrates, we said, Oh, we need O Holy Night, and he's like, Okay, okay. And so the rest of the team left to go. They had a meeting or something. And Socrates just stayed and just without music or practice or anything, did O Holy Night by himself on the keyboard in just one take. Um, and it was special. <laughs> so surely make sure to stay for that performance as well. So right now let's join um, our conversation about the song O Holy Night. Um, the first theme we want to talk about digging in is uh, one that's really like powerfully communicated through this song. It's the theme of of darkness being like blown up or broken by this oncoming light. Yeah. Um, and I love these lyrics which you sang so beautifully for us. Uh, oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks 
a new and glorious morn. And that last line really drives it home. Yeah. I thought about having you just sing that Absolutely. for us now, but... Sure, <laughs> sure. A thrill of... No. There we go. Yes, vibrato. Just can stylize it a little That's bit. the second early. amount of singing we've had in this episode. Hey, we've, there you go. we've had a lot of singing so far today. <laughs> did you guys sing earlier before? We may have no, sung no, earlier. Well, yes, we did sing Oh, that's right. Okay, your turn's right. We did. <laughs> no, I love that theme, though. I love I just the thought of... That's such a vivid image yeah. of just... I, and, and I love, you know... You've heard it said that darkness or light shines brightest in darkness and that yeah. image of a dark room and a candle being lit and just mm-hmm. completely illuminating everything in the room. And yeah. um, and I think that that's, that's just such a clear picture of what Jesus did and came into yeah. our broken world, our dirt, um, and brought the light of the world into that darkness. Yeah. So I love any imagery that has to do with light in this season just always really gets me yeah. because of that. Yeah, me too. I I love the light and darkness theme in the scriptures. Yeah. And sometimes I sometimes I wonder like did God does God use these images because they declare truth or or did God deliberately make the universe in such a way that mm. it would it would proclaim this mm. these realities to us. Mm. Yeah. Um I think I think just just because we were talking about that last line of your honor breaks into inglorious morn. I think what's always great about the song is that leads right into the fall on your knees yeah. moment. So yeah. you get this image of the of that light for yonder breaks the mm. new and glorious morn. Yeah, goes rightly into like that's what's leading you to fall on your knees. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. and hear the angels' voice and stuff like. That. I think just it's a really nice lead in. Yeah, you know, into that. Yeah. It paints a really strong picture. I, the whole long lay the world in sin and error pining, it gives us this bleak picture of, of yeah. humanity. And so you get this really strong contrast between, like, he, the, the author paints the, the picture of darkness and then introduces the light so powerfully. Yeah. Um, I love, this This theme is mirrored in Luke chapter 1, verses 76 through 79. And these are actually words that are being spoken over John the Baptist uh, after he was born. And it says, you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High. Because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. And it, 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 it makes you think that this is probably the passage that inspired the word of the song, Yonder Breaks a New and Glorious Morn. Yeah. Uh, the NIV translation even talks about like the, the dawning of the morning light. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a really, really powerful um just some really powerful themes there that we can that we can enjoy yeah. uh, this and it's the yeah, it's that. both the the picture of light globally and also light personally that god shines right. his light into our lives that he illuminates our darkness he yeah. lights the way and absolutely so many layers to that i know and i think as even in, as a part of of how that image translates into our world today and mm-hmm. just thinking about that there are so many there's so much darkness out there there's so many things that kind of lead us to might lead us to sadness or to gloom when we're thinking about what's going on in different parts of the world or what happens from time to time and um it seems sometimes like it's more and more of that every day yeah and and just i mean to me it's a reminder of the light that jesus shines in us it just it it produces a fruit and it can can produce a fruit in us of Mm -hmm. of reflecting his light through whether it's a kind word to other people or through um just just the fruit that that produces mm. um can be so refreshing and yeah. can be like that like that image that we were painting a piercing light in the middle mm. of a dark of of a dark room and yeah. um and I think that I think that we sometimes 
underestimate um, when God calls us to when God calls us to reach out to someone to offer mm-hmm. a helping hand or to um, to serve somebody just the power that that can have in the context of everything that's mm-hmm. going on in our world today or in their lives or mm-hmm. um, it's just a very powerful thing yeah, yeah. Wow. I that's think great. the like and one thing we've talked a lot about with these three songs is is that we can see these juxtapositions in the lyrics. Yeah. And there's a great one in this first verse too. And it's talking about long lay the world in sin and error pining. And yet then we get the burst of light. And so we get this mm-hmm. idea of the light is is the answer for this uh, yeah. sin and error pining in the yeah. world. And it talks about the weary world rejoicing. Yeah. And, you know, so it's it's the it's the cure is what we talked about yeah, in, in the yeah. last episode, but it's this idea of, of healing. It's, it's, yeah. it's what we can look forward to. It's yeah. the answer, you know, it's the balm on our burnt flesh, you know, that's mm. kind of dark, but wow. Jeez. Took a turn. I didn't, I didn't mean it that dark. I meant the, Ooh, going back rough. to the on our sin and flesh. <laughs> oh, <gosh>. Anyway, <laughs> it's been one of those afternoons. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's just the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take over. Yeah, you know, that, that's good stuff. Uh, that hurt. And no, I can feel, yeah. I can feel it easy. I think it's my now. windburnt face that I'm just <laughs> yeah. feeling this. But anyway. <laughs> oh my anyway, God. so yeah, <laughs> darkness on. broken by light, theme yeah, number one. Yeah. Uh, a really, really oh, good oh, one. I'm next up in number two, so let's go see for it. Yeah. This. Okay. What maiming and injury do you have for us on this point? Okay. I watched my train of thought. Um. The second theme that we wanted to hit on is brotherly love. Get a hold of yourself, man. Brotherly love. And I'm not talking about the Joey Lawrence show from the 90s. What oh, we're talking gosh. about is... Philadelphia? Um, is takes place in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Anyway, we don't have to get into the show. It's a great show. Um, but, but we get some great lyrics here that really hit on this theme of brotherly love. And we talked about this a lot in, in the last song with Hark the Herald. We talked about this reconciliation theme. And it really hits home again here. It says, um, it's the start of the next verse, which is truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Mm. And right there we get yeah. some of those Advent words too. You know, yeah. we get peace and love um, along with hope and joy, which we've talked about in other songs too. And we get some great pieces of scripture that really hit this home. In First John 4, 7, it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another for love <laughs> comes... <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay, man? I'm sorry. I was thinking about my uh, um, scorched flesh. Scorched flesh. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking of it too. Come on. Okay. I don't think um, I've ever seen you this laughing. I don't know. I've never seen you get the giggles like this. It must have been the lunch that we had before filming. Anyway, First okay. John four seven. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. And then we see in Galatians yeah. six, share each other's. Burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. Um, the theme of brotherly love is it's it's so important throughout all of Scripture. It's something that we talk about a lot at Saddleback. We talk about the one another's. We talk about the needs to share each other's burdens. We talk about the needs uh, to be in a relationship that we are better together. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's so true in this song. It, you know, he taught us to love one another. That's I mean. It's part of the great commandment is yeah. to love God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And his law is love, and his gospel is peace. And what we're talking about is this good news of Jesus being born, and the good news of all that's to come out of in Jesus's life, yeah. and what it means that we are reconciled with God 
right. allows us the opportunity to be reconciled more, f- more completely and fully with others. Because yeah. we can be, you know, as brothers in Christ, as sisters in Christ, we are called to be, be reconnected with each other, to be yeah. reconciled with each other. Yeah. And that's something that's so big, especially in the season. You know, what you're talking about, the light of the season in, in, in songs that emphasize light in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such a big element of it. I love that. Yeah. I, I, I think this highlights to me just a great truth about love and about peace. Those are those can be words that um, that might have a connotation of like, of, oh, everything's okay, like like passive, mm-hmm. passively love or passively mm-hmm. have peace or just kind of yeah. like let it go. But, Excuse everything. But yeah. these, I, I think they, in this context, it makes those words come out more strongly. Like yeah. his law is love, his gospel is peace, like go and live that way. And it's, it's active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and I just, I think about that, it, how Jesus, you know, in scripture would, would show forgiveness and, and say to that person will go and do that, do the same thing, Mm. you know, go out and send them out in that way. And it's just like, this is a way to live actively is showing love, standing up for the oppressed. Um, his gospel is peace. Um, being a peacemaker is not a passive thing. And, um, I just love how that really wraps it up that way. That's Mm -hmm. such a, that's a great way to think about it in terms of an active, I mean, uh, the show is doable discipleship. So we get that active nature that yeah. we always want to be talking about. And the idea of the gospel is peace. You know, if, if the gospel is the good news, yeah. you know, as we share that good news that the Messiah, the Christ has come to earth to save us from our sins, mm-hmm. that brings peace on earth. It brings peace for, you know, amongst men. And I think that's such an important element yeah. as we talk, you know, as you sing this song, as we talk about, you know, spending uh, our, our time with our family, talk about what it means to, be able to celebrate the Christmas season. Yeah. What we're talking about is bringing peace yeah. and sharing that message. I think this gives us a picture too, and this will lead us into the the next theme we're going to talk about. But Jesus, in his coming, uh, and in everything that he did through his life and the death, burial, and resurrection, he stripped away all the the superficial layers that we use to to divide ourselves. So this brotherly love is enabled when we see ourselves as standing equally before God and before yeah. Christ. Um, <clears throat> he taught us to love one another. His law is love. It's reiterated, actually, I think it's inspired by Galatians 6 too. But this idea that there is equality that's created because of Jesus, because the love that he gives is accessible to all people. And that yeah. enables us to love one another because we, we no longer have permission to um, divide ourselves, to split. There's neither Jew or Gentile, mm. slave or yeah. free, you know, uh, Jew or Greek, you know the whole thing, yeah. um, and so we can't, we cannot, we can't, there's no, there is no permission for believers to make divisions between people that can that can pull us apart and harm relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that leads us pretty nicely into to number three here. Um, Jason, you want to go ahead on that? Oh, never mind. That's mine. I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> and that's the theme of freedom from oppression, which this yeah. song has in spades and has. Um, I, I think this one carries this theme much more strongly than the other two songs that we've yeah. talked about so far. Like, it's a real main thrust of this song. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. And the reason why I think this feeds so clearly back to the brotherly love and the equality idea is that oppression, you know, as I think of like every case of oppression that I can think of historically, it always comes because somebody decides that someone is beneath somebody else. Yeah. There's always no matter what kind of oppression you're dealing with, it always comes because someone unjustly places themselves above someone else. And it, and that mm. gives them the permission that they desire to to oppress or suppress somebody else. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's a powerful, powerful theme in this song. And I, I like uh, Jesus' words in Matthew 11, 5 through 6. Um, Jesus is, has just ended a conversation or is ending a conversation with the disciples of John the Baptist, and he sends them back because they came and said, are you the one we've been waiting for? Are you the Messiah? And he's like, yeah. well... Let me put it to you this way. And then, and then he goes into this. He says, go back to John and tell him what you've heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. Um, so he gives him kind of the, the Trump answer. He's, he's saying, I am, I don't mean the Trump answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I say, the Trump card, like the, he's, he's laying it down. Nowadays. He's laying down the gamut. I'm not making a statement on that. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, the comments really lit up. <laughs> anyway. My ministry is huge. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're getting into dangerous territory. Yeah. But anyway, Jesus is saying, like, I he came and he's he's demonstrating the love for all people. He's yeah. demonstrating a removal of oppression, whether it's the oppression within our bodies through sickness and illness and all the things that sin brings, or oppression between person and person. Jesus yeah. comes in and he's like, No, I'm eliminating all that. None of that is allowed anymore. I am I am I can wipe away the effects of sin and death. I can wipe away uh, oppression that comes because of people, you know, harming one another. He comes in and he brings solution to all the human problems yeah. that we've previously talked about on the show and that yeah. we know are are sur- are surrounding us all the time. Totally. I I um think about like how a lot of times when we think when we see problems like that like oppression and injustice and we think about that a lot of times our natural bent can be towards like what are the solutions that are at my disposal what can i do yeah. to, to fix this or what can i put my trust in and we talk talk about politics and we talk yeah. about lots of different things that we can say like that's the solution mm-hmm. and how this just dispels that like chains shall he break for the slave is our brother and in his name mm-hmm. all oppression shall cease just a reminder that our True hope for all of that um, to be made right is in Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Good. Before, so before this, this we started recording. I realized was really curious where this song came from, especially because yeah. mm. of that line. I'm just like, man, that sounds yeah, so like sounds, justice and yeah. like abolition. And yeah, abolitiony, <laughs> abolitionish. <laughs> Speaking but, of, <laughs> so I did look it up, and so the song was written in 1847, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was a Frenchman who wrote the song, and then years later, in um, during the Civil War, I guess it wasn't that many years later, it was about yeah, right? 18 years, yeah, later, not, not too long. much, not too many years later, but an it probably took that long for a ship to get from France all the way over the states, transmit the song, <laughs> there you go, translated. <laughs> Things were slow back in that day, but there was an abolitionist named John. Sullivan Dwight, who during the Civil War, he just loved that that theme of of chains shall he break and in yeah. his name all oppression will cease. And so that apparently became something that a lot of uh, people in the North caught on to that hymn and caught on to that song and mm. became a big Christmas theme during that yeah. period of time, which the, the parallels sense. in that. I was just, I I would have thought that like that line came directly from that period of time. But yeah. Um, but it's amazing how it can apply to just all sorts of different situations when yeah. we're thinking about the justice that can be brought through Jesus. Yeah, there's yeah. oppression that comes in in like a seemingly infinite number of forms. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. that's that's great stuff. All right, friends, sneaking back into the feed here for a minute. I hope that you enjoyed that conversation on the song "Oh Holy Night." I wanted to put a bow on this because then we'll close with the song by Socrates. 
So next week, we're going to begin running our annual Christmas special, right? Which is, if you're, if you're new and if you have not heard before, it is a narrative reading of the Christmas story through Scripture. That is, it's taking the different accounts from the different gospel books and weaving them together in one narrative. Um, so look forward to that. That'll be next week and the week after we'll run both of those. So now, without further ado, here's what you've been waiting for. Oh, Holy Night, sung by Socrates Perez. are brightly shining it is the night of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth proclaim his power 
If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes and go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events lastly you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com send us your thoughts send us your questions your bible questions your life questions whatever who knows your question might just inspire an upcoming episode thanks again for tuning in to doable discipleship i'm jason whelan and i hope you'll join us again next week